Greetings, everybody, and welcome to the Gumshoe Gamer Podcast. My name is Gumshoe, and uh, today is the year something-something in day-whatever. Who cares? Time's irrelevant, and I think the, the world is still going on. But, you know, that's okay, because today we're going to talk about games, and what better place to talk about games than now? <sighs> anyway, um... We have a guest today who's been on the podcast before. Hi, Dylan. Hello there. It's uh, Dylan the Night Owl. Probably know about me by now, but yeah, I have a YouTube channel and I do stuff on it, internet-related stuff. You know. Awesome. Do you, do you have any anything you're working on now that you would do would like to share before we get properly started? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Right now, I'm currently making a really super long video, like a feature length about the Angry Video Game Nerd movie and why it's uh, kind of hot trash, but also some other stuff relating to it. Um, and I, it kind of gets into like the ambitions of a creator and things like that. So it's, I think it's going to be pretty good. And um, I'm going to kind of allude to it in a minute here, but I'm also finally doing a video game related video in the uh, on the back burner after this AVGN one as well. Oh, man. Games? What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, novel, I know, right? Novel concept. <laughs> um, so, man, I remember when I watched the AVGN vit, uh, movie um, and the funny thing is, I actually didn't know it was out until uh, the uh, what was it like? I think uh, James Rolf like posted just the ET review part part of it, and then I was like, "Oh, the movie's out! Mm -hmm. What?" <laughs> um, man, man, that film is uh something. It is, oh boy. Yeah, it's it it really is, and um, you know, I won't spoil my thought full thoughts with you'll have to see the video, but I watched the th this movie. Um, a good three times, nearly sequentially, um, and it really things start to really break apart even worse when you like are kind of watching it to take notes and then watching it to like remind yourself as you're writing a script and stuff. Um, oh, it's uh, <laughs> I'm, I I I really have no ill will towards James or anything. You know, he's a good guy. But um, yeah, I was like, oh, James, I'm sorry. Hey, but listen. At least he listen. The last thing that I'll, I'll, I'll say on this is it's it's better than any of those channel awesome things. Those are just painful to sit through. Yes, at least there is like some effort put into this for sure. Well, you they know, just filmed that, in a week, I, and I feel like exactly like it fell short like a, by a lot but i feel like at the end of the day he still made a movie which is a lot more than a lot of people could say and yes it was an honest to god effort so i mean no matter what that's got to be praised so yeah well anyway this is a gaming podcast so let's talk about games that we've been playing so uh dylan have been playing any any games so yes, um, the newish game I guess that I just recently finished was Persona Five Royal, um, and that was a really good game. I won't go into the spoilers, but all the new stuff in it was very much well worth it. 
In fact, it's so good that I would say the original almost feels empty oh. without it. And I really like the original. Like, the original's still good, don't get me wrong, but the new stuff adds so much more complexity to all the characters and the narrative. It's like, oh my god, guys. You really outdid so yourself. So, basically, this isn't like a golden situation where, like, yeah, you could. some people could call it the better version, but the their original still has merit, uh, Persona 4 anyway. But, mm-hmm. nah, this is just like, uh, wh- why even play the original Persona 5? Right, exactly. This is basically the objectively best experience. And um and there's also little tweaks like that you don't hear about as much besides the story like um you get way more time to be able to actually do stuff like Morgana won't like tell you to constantly go to bed as much. Um like say for instance when you just uh got finished with your day, when you go home, you can like still read and stuff like that without it like um wasting so much time basically Mm -hmm. um so there's a lot of little quality of life changes that they've added into the game um and other little cool stuff that just even if you basically even if you've played it before you're gonna be like oh that's kind of nice that they added that finally now i don't have to stress every single time i make a decision yes exactly um and it still keeps that you know you want to watch what decisions you make but there's a lot more leeway to kind of explore your options and do you do you think it's uh it's so much though that it's not unreasonable to max out every social link as long as you're just you just play it smart like your first time Oh, yeah, you can definitely max out every social link if you play it smart. Take Um, that, Persona 3. (laughs) Yeah, basically. Uh, Because I remember I had a very hard time the first time. Um, But this this last time, I was able to do it um, fairly easily. There was a little, a couple that were just under the mark. But, um, yeah, it's it's definitely manageable. Um, Mm -hmm. I always forget that Royal came out this year. It, it doesn't feel like it did. It doesn't, no. Um, this year has kind of felt like a giant blob of conscious time. Three three, um, three I, games that people are uh, considering to be game of the year were PlayStation exclusives. Keep that in mind. We had, mm, we had, we had yeah. Final Fantasy uh, Remake, um, and then we had uh, The Last of Us 2, and then Persona 5 Royal. Yeah. I thought that was this year. Oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> I know, right? That it feels very crazy. Uh, it, it's all just really melded together. Um, I, yeah, uh, and like besides Persona Five Royal, that's like the newest thing I've beaten, played. Um, I have been working on Valkyria Chronicles Four a bit, and it's a pretty fun game. Um, need to get did into you, it. Did you play the? Did you play further. the other ones, or is this just your first one? So I played, and I've played and beaten the first one a few times. Um, it's actually um, one of my more favorite strategy games. I played a bit of the second one on PSP, and it's okay. Um, not like it's it's one of those games where it's like oh so there's just a bunch of tedious work because it's a was the game second or me... third one the one where it's like a classroom setting. Uh, the second one's the oh, okay. one. Okay, yeah, I hear setting. I hear that that's the worst one. I've only played played and beaten the first game, which I really love and highly recommend. But 
so I would say, like, from what I've played, the second one's... I feel like if anyone wants to get into the series, you can start at any point, but if you have played just the first one, because I know a lot of people have only just played the first one, consider Valkyria Chronicles 4 basically Valkyria Chronicles 2, because it's the closest to what the original is, while adding stuff, obviously. And I've never played the third one, because I think that was a Japanese exclusive. I think it's gotten patches, but I've never... Oh, that, oh, oh man, those Japanese exclusive sequels... <laughs> but then, but then yeah. we get the next one, but not okay. Mm-hmm, exactly. Freaking Ace Attorney um, all over again. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, like other than that, though, um, Valkyria Chronicles Four, really fun game for I played so far. Um, definitely has improvements over the first one, gameplay wise. Um, other than that, I have been replaying some of the Crash Bandicoot games because I have a. Crash Bandicoot retrospective that I'm going to be um, putting out Ooh. kind of close near the Crash 4 release. Nice. Yeah. It's gonna. It's just going to be covering the first three games mainly. I had, but, I, um, I had a feeling. I, I had a strong feeling that it was probably just going to be those. Yes. Because, like, to I, be fair, <laughs> to be fair, the other games aren't... Okay, well, I haven't played Twin Insanity, which I hear is, like, amazing game um but um i have played one of the uh other i don't remember if it was crash of the titans or mind over mutant i played one of those and i absolutely hated it yeah like at some point i would like to cover some of the other crash games possibly um but the first three are what I'm covering since it's sort of like, you know, in line of Crash 4, kind of looking over what the series is. Because a lot of people forget, and this is like a little preview for the video, a lot of people forget the first three, like, main, there's like three big 3D platformers that were coming out. And it was like a genre no one knew how to do. One was Mario 64. One was Bubsy 3D. Oh. And the other was Crash. And it's, well, it's like, it's bad. crazy, the spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, it's pretty crazy, like, the spectrum. One created a whole new genre, basically, which is Mario. Oh, I thought, I thought, I thought, I, 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 I thought you were going to say Bubsy, because that, yeah, that was a, a that's also a, a <laughs> new genre. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um. But, like, Bubsy 3D is, like, you know, they didn't really know what... It, it, it makes sense if you think of it like, okay, we're going to make a platform, but 3D, but they don't know what that lo even looks like, and also I don't know how to make mm -hmm. a 3D game. That's kind of what happens. Um, that's Those are all the ingredients that made Bubsy 3D. Um, but then Crash is, like, we don't know what a 3D platformer is, but... We know what a 2D platformer is, so what if we just turn the camera around? Yeah. Um, and that was the idea. Um, so it's, it's pretty interesting. Um, and by the way, as a little note before we move on with the Crash thing, um, uh, in my opinion, uh, some of the other Crash games that came out after the first three were decent, a few of them. The first? Um, Wrath of Cortex. Yeah, I, I was about to say, like, the first Crash game that I ever played was Wrath of Cortex. Um. Yeah, and I don't think there's anything, like, it has some issues with, like, some of the levels. Freaking Atlas um, Ball, I, I hate it, that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it, it's, it's, it's okay. It, it just has a couple, like, 
not so great ideas like you could tell they kind of like to put like everything in it but it's just a little okay that's a little much um twin sandy is one of those games that i personally really like a lot of aspects of it but because i know and i am aware only 40 percent of the game that they wanted to make went into the like came out of it like 60 percent of the game is missing um so oh, was there like really they didn't get hat it yeah basically um it was rushed it, they like it had the release during like christmas oh, season God. or whatever yeah. like you can tell too like there's in the game um you can collect gems um but the gems unlock you concept art and it's funny the concept art's like oh wow look at all that cool stuff that's not in the game Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, Crash to Insanity, it's a fine enough game. It does have a lot of glitches, though. Like, But it's, it's if you can get past that, it's kind of a fun game. It has a lot of... It has a really good sense of humor. But at the same time, it's like, oh, but what could have been if you guys would have given, like, me, another year I, I, I don't remember if it was an unlockable in Metal Gear Solid Five, but that, like, concept art that shows you an entire, like, other, yes! like, thing that had to get cut. This like Lord of the Flies <laughs> yeah. moment and with like I, what, what I think with, like, like baby liquid or something. And I'm like, mm-hmm. nope, we can't do that. <laughs> yeah, like that's I I hate it, like because I know it's like rushed up, but at the same time, whenever I see a game or a movie, but usually it's a game that this happens with mostly, where it's like, oh, you guys like had a third or even half or something, a big important part of the game was missing. Like, ah, uh, I mean, I still like the game. Yeah, with but... film. Yeah, you rarely, rarely get that with <laughs> with films, like at all. Um, yeah, sorry, I'm pretty sure the Snyder cut isn't going to magically be better. Okay, sorry, no. <laughs> sorry, but that's the truth. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. it, it, and you know, usually if they do include like deleted stuff, you can kind of understand why things were deleted. Yeah, like, it's almost always done just simply for pacing reasons. There's some inconsistencies that can happen, too, but it's often like, ah, do we need this scene? Is it easily established by something else? Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, okay, let's cut this two minutes out. Yeah, film. Yeah, films um, have a time constraint. Games, well, games yeah. can, but most of the time, you know, it's it's a, it's a lot more a lot yeah. more nebulous, I guess. Yeah, for sure. It definitely is. Um, and as for Crash of the Titans and Mind Over Mutants, um, the other game's garbage. Those don't um, exist. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why they decided to make Crash. Actually, that was like a weird thing during that time. Every 3D platformer, they decided, whoa. So I don't want to make, we don't want to make 3D platformers anymore. So let's make it a really bad beat em up. That's like everyone, that was everyone's uh, it was idea. It was God of War. Spyro. I want to say, because like, the popularity of that must have been. It probably was, like, God of War. It, that's probably why. But at the same time, like, it's like, okay, so Crash, let's make him a beat-em-up. Okay, that's awful. Spyro, let's make it Wait, a beat-em-up. Spyro okay, a beat that's, up? Even, that's what the Legend of Spyro trilogy is. It's Wait, really? So, oh, man, I did not know this. Yeah, yeah, it's a beat-em-up. At some point, there will come a day when I cover Legend of Spyro. It's, it's going to be a really big video. But yeah, it is like one of the worst beat em ups ever made too. Like oh, no. it's so broken. It's like I, I like they couldn't even make it that's like that's what gets me. It's like, okay, so you're gonna make it a beat em up. I don't really like that you're doing that, but 
can it at least be a good beat em up? I, I, no, it never is. You know, you know people might hate <laughs> the Werehog in Sonic Unleashed, but at least in the HD version, you know, there's some cool combos. It functions. It works. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, come on. Yeah, like the Werehog works a lot better than the stuff in Legend of Spiral, mainly because in Legend of Spyro. There's, like, an objectively best move always to do, and then you just spam that, and everything on the screen just dies. Um, let's say, okay, that's oh. a really boring game now. Okay. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Woof. But, yeah, all right. Um, you know, it's 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 funny, because we, we, we were talking about, about Persona 5, and I just remembered, oh, right, the, the dub for the anime got, like, released. Yeah. Have you seen any of those uh, um, uh any any clips? Cuz I I've been seeing a lot of it uh thanks to my thanks to Twitter. Shout out to Twitter, I guess. <laughs> um I've seen a clip or two. Um I don't know what the general consensus on it is. Um I know everyone was really mad because the Blu-ray was like $300. Like, oh no, it was, oh, no, it was, it was like um, 400 and that was like the only version you could get. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's like guys, you can get Cowboy Bebop for twenty bucks the whole series. What what is the persona? What? <laughs> um, uh, Four hundred dollars. I think it's because um, uh, Aniplex. So you know. Yeah. They just strange. charge you this much because they because they know that because they know people will buy it. Yeah, that's true. Um, I know. I think it's going on Funimation. It is. Now it is well, actually all 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 the episodes as long as you have the premium. Um, you can watch them dubbed. So, hmm. but like, what's the? Are people like? Do they think it's good? Is it bad? Or is the it general just like, consensus eh. seems to be that it's uh, perfectly fine. And okay. there are, and it's kind of like a make it of what you will. I I don't think from from what I've heard of it and seen, it doesn't seem to be necessarily awful. There's a bit of kind mm-hmm. of awkward delivery in some mm-hmm. areas, but that it's just kind of like a standard funny dub, you know. Sure, it's like, mm-hmm. So I know, like, um, I never, I only watched a few episodes of it at the time, mainly because I just I, I played Persona Five, and I was like, ah, okay, you know, I, I get the story, you know. It, it, there really <laughs> is no reason to watch the Persona Five anime if you, if you have the game, it's the just better experience. You see, like unlike it is, unlike yeah. Persona Four anime, which did like some really great things for uh, a lot of its cast and characters, and tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I kind of feel like Persona Four anime um, kind of had this, and even the Golden One um, kind of had this tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, we know you played the game, and now we're kind of like. There's like a couple in oh, jokes. Definitely for golden. The, oh, def- the, the golden one, like yeah, but it basically assumes that you but you played the game. Mm-hmm. But um, Persona Five anime, it didn't seem. It just seemed like it was straight story, which is fine. But I don't really felt the need to watch it. And on top of that, and this is just you know just it. Um, the animation definitely was uh, quite choppy and messy, and I'm not. I don't know. It was very strange. I know there's a lot of, you know, cherry pick shots, but there sure is a lot of them um, uh, from the anime where it just seems like 
basically if they're not up close it looks like uh the characters don't have a face at all and then oftentimes (laughs) even the close-ups on them it doesn't quite look right like doesn't quite look on model a lot um which makes me almost feel like it was rushed out um more unlikely um i don't know about that for sure but i don't know it just doesn't quite just just play the game find a way to play the game because I, I don't know if it's that's the really the best experience for the for the uh story okay well um with that said i've also been been playing games um i know i've talked about xenoblade chronicles a lot because i've been going through the game and after 90 hours mm-hmm. i have finally finished it and i didn't even do all the side quests Wow. Oh my god, that's a lot of games. Uh, yeah, and it's probably, it's one of those rare games that I will definitely say is a 10 out of 10 for me. Wow, um, okay. I was just so surprised of how well this game is. Like, through the entire length of it, I never once got bored. I was always, the, the, the story always kept a really nice pace. Um... Twist. There were some twists that I found pretty predictable, but then when it got to like the later, mm-hmm. I want to say later third of the game, I, I was I did not see a lot of things coming, and it was nice. Uh, to actually, be surprised. Mm-hmm. So, so yay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the one big thing though that will really depend um, of uh, how uh, your enjoyment of this is. One, are you the type of person that just wants to do everything immediately? Don't do that because the game's the game's designed in a way where it expects you to do some side quests, you know, here and there, but not like everything immediately. Because there's a lot of things mm-hmm. that are just kind of there for new game plus. Um, that's sure. it's clearly like it, like uh, or uh, like the whole collectibles because there's like a lot of collectibles that, that you can get. It's like it's clearly not like designed to be something that that you do in your first playthrough, uh, especially yeah, especially if you want to do because especially what I found out way late into the game is that if depending on who your uh, your party depending on your party setup and the person that you're controlling, you can have access to different side quests. So which means that you have to kind of uh, go to each of the hub worlds and with different characters and find out like okay if i talk to this character this npc with with uh, like dunban for example oh then i have a side quest open but with anyone else a side quest do- doesn't exist oh okay um and that was interesting and i was like oh crap how many side quests did i miss <laughs> uh so I'd say if you want to, so like I'd say it's like just play the game normally or as you want to for your first playthrough, and then if you really want to hundred percent, just use a guide, because there's a lot of stuff here that that I'm surprised like was uh, was was all fit. And keep in mind, this is this uh, what I'm playing is the definitive edition, which a lot of this content and was already in the Wii game, and it's amazing how dense of a game Xenoblade is, but it never once felt like a slog to play. Unlike Xenoblade 2, where when I played that, um, there was definitely moments in the story that I was like, can we please get a move on? <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, 
So, I, I yeah, I've heard that uh, like a lot of good things about um, Xenoblade Chronicles, um, and I, it's definitely on my to be played list. Um, it's always uh, the first one in particular always looked interesting to me. Um, yeah, I um, I honestly think it is the one to play, which is also kind of sad that there really hasn't been anything else as good. Because I'm mm-hmm. like, oh god, I see now why, why the fan base is uh, so divided. But um, I can definitely also say the other point of contention is the combat. I got into the combat. I thought it was very, very cool-ish. Uh, like basically, it's it's a action. It's like an action RPG in the sense that you know you have an overworld, you move around, you fight, but everything, all your moves are tied to like a cooldown, and you have um, arts that you can use they have like cer- certain effects um, and then those also have like a cooldown so it's but it's like a mix of both basically the best thing that I can kind of like sum it up is like think of an MMO if mm-hmm. that works um, but I know sure. but I know that that combat might not be the most engaging thing for certain people so it's really like the one thing that I feel like you just kind of have to play to know if it's like, oh, okay, I like the system or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think that's always been. I think I'm gonna just try it anyway eventually because um, the story and our aspects of it seem pretty interesting to me. Um, but yeah, the the uh, battle system immediately because I'm not as into like the MMO type battle system and stuff. Um, but I, I have a feeling I'd probably get used to it after a while um if i dedicate some time to play and whatnot um but yeah uh (laughs) i know that's like a a point in contention for people with like uh that series in general Mm -hmm. Um, yeah i I totally get it if the combat is just not your thing it's it's mm -hmm. honestly the one thing that i feel like it works very well for what it does but you might not like what it is you know, mm-hmm. like, I love tact- tactics games. Like, I think they're great. But I know people that just cannot play them and hate them. So, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's it's like I, I, I can sympathize with, with, uh, with that mi- mindset. But I feel like if you can get down with the combat, then you'll have just a really great time. And to be fair, if you just want to play it for the story, you, there's always, like, you can turn on like, the casual mode that basically just makes it so you don't have to worry about the combat so much um if you really just want to continue the story because i think the story is really good but yeah that's that's where i'm gonna that's where i'm gonna end it i still have to play the the epilogue the heard is not as good but you know i'll play it anyway um sure it's like the one thing that is really the thing that they they added for the definitive edition so you know at least we got something. Um, but yeah, uh, I have been playing two other games, though, besides Xenoblade, and they're not RPGs. Uh, one is Exit the Gungeon. I finally got around to playing that. Um, it's a spinoff from Enter the Gungeon, where Enter the Gungeon was this uh, sort of roguelike um, twin-stick shooter, and it's really fun. Really recommend it. Exit the Gungeon, 
is more of a arcadey shooter, but like also has some platforming element um, elements. I don't know exactly what to call it, um, but it's very chaotic and very very short. Yeah, um, I, I see here it's got like a really distinct art style and stuff as well. Oh yeah, um. The best part about Exit the Gungeon, I will just say, is it's very much more so than Enter the Gungeon, pick, pick up and play. Like, I feel like um, you will just, uh, you'll just have um, uh, like a, a, mu a much more fun fun time going, going through it. And also the fact that like uh, to get to the final boss, it's only like you got to fight like three bosses and then it's the final boss. So it is. So a run of Exit the Gungeon is a lot shorter than Enter the Gungeon, where it has uh, those dungeon explore, like it has like dungeon crawling elements. That's gone in Exit the in Exit the Dungeon. So it's just a lot more fast paced. Um, you got to worry about uh, vertical now. It's not everything's not just on a flat plane. So guns have so actually guns have weight to them now. And flying enemies can just instantly fall down if they're like frozen, which is kind of cool. So uh, yeah, it's it's very much a different game, but also a lot of the same. Um, but still really really fun. I I think Enter the Gungeon is better, but that's just because there's a lot more to Enter the Gungeon. Mm -hmm. Um, and besides, like Exit the Gungeon is only like this. Ba its base price is like ten bucks, so I I feel like it's a good deal for that sure um yeah, definitely like they both sound kind of interesting um it's weird like i've never i don't know ever heard of that like the first one's like dungeon crawly and then the second one's like speed running i guess i mean yeah you're <laughs> on you're on like a set track um but it's a lot more fast paced and you gotta mm -hmm. constantly be wor worried Though I I think I've what what I've noticed, um, any anyway, is that uh, is that the um, this is that like uh when when you collide with an with an enemy you don't take damage. It's only when the projectiles hit where you gotta worry about dodge rolling through it and like jumping because when you jump you also have it's uh you also have iframes, so. Uh, which took me a bit mm. to kind of learn that oh okay because um, there's a lot of a lot of the bosses in this game just really love to spam their the, the, uh, their bullets and it's like how am I supposed to dodge this and then I realize oh yeah I'm supposed to just jump okay cool yeah jump <laughs> yeah so like you can jump double jump and whenever you're basically as long as you're whenever you're not on the ground and you're doing like a roll or a jump then you have you have iframes. And it's it's nice. Nice, yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Definitely sounds. Uh, the last, last game that I'll talk about, and then we'll get into the uh, the headlines, is uh, Blaster Master Zero, made by Inti Creates. I finally got around to this game. Yeah, I've heard about this one before. Um, has it got like a pixel art style and stuff um 
Or mm-hmm. am I thinking of something else? No, no, you're you're on you're on the right you're on the right track. Uh, it is anti-create, so they very much specialize in the retro revivals. Um, you might know them for uh, Bloodstained Curse of the Moon because they did mm. those. Okay, okay, that makes sense. Uh, they yeah. also did the Gunvolt series, which I really like. Uh, and it creates also did the zero and ZX games. So oh. mm-hmm. they That's they have a pretty cool. good list. I, I I tend to like whatever they 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 uh, they do. Um, and Boss Master Zero might be one of my favorites from them. Um, I was very surprised. So Boss Master Zero is a remake of Blaster Master for the NES, um, which. I didn't know, but it also is a Metroidvania um, from the NES days, and uh, it's <laughs> well, okay, maybe not, maybe calling it a, a Metroidvania is a little bit misleading because it's it is a Metroidvania, but it's also not. It's got like exploration, definitely, but it it's also kind of just an action run and gun game as, at the same time. Uh, sure. So it's definitely got those elements, but um, I'd say, though, that Blast Master Zero ended up surprising me in a lot of ways. I thought it was really, really fun, but one thing I have to say is that the game is either the hardest thing ever you, or it's the easiest thing. There's, like, no in-between. Oh, I see. Um... I it, it now like the when you're just uh, doing the main exploration in like your, your regular ship, which is called Sophia, um, that's kind of fine. That uh, there's a lot of like tricky platforming and enemies you kind of have to dodge and fight, and the bosses I think are all pretty good. Um, however, the main sort of part of the game is when you have to exit your ship and go into these little like dungeon areas um, with just the guy and then you just go around, explore, shoot things, um, get get new weapons or uh, get new sub weapons or uh, get upgrades for, for for the ship. And in those sections, it can either be like, oh, my gun does nothing, or <laughs> if you're able to um, get these little like uh, pink energy and you're able to stack them up and make sure you don't get hit. If you fill all that up, you get the best weapon in the game that goes like. It's super freaking wide. It stun locks enemies and it destroys bosses in seconds. Oh my god! And I, and you can get it within like the first I don't know I want to say first thirty minutes of the game. Uh, okay, yeah. Then I, I see what you mean. Then yeah. But so, once you but once you lose it, oh man! Now that the game becomes like life or death. So that's wow. a, it's very it's very interesting. I hear that um Blast Master Zero Two uh basically uh gets away with that and balances the game out a lot more and I just heard is better. Uh so I'll probably get around to that game sometime soon. But uh yeah. I I honestly I think that's just a, that's like the biggest problem with, with, with Blast Master Zero, because it's it's either really hard or really easy. Sure. Yeah, that's like 
Yeah, if there's no in between, it's kind of like, okay, I guess I better have that weapon or else. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, even the final boss, I just didn't even get hit. Oh my god. Okay, well, that's a lie. The final boss, the the, the not the true final boss, because, yes, yeah, this is one of those games where you have to collect everything in order to access the last area in, mm. in, in the game and then fight the true final boss, which is honestly the best fight in the in the whole game so it's worth it um but the boss before that i just 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 sit corner spam and there i win oh my god yeah also it doesn't doesn't help that that like i felt like one one of the sub weapons that you can get is a turret that just kind of uh shoots at, at random directions and also can do damage and it just it that also destroys bosses and oh man it's like okay cool yeah i could uh, imagine that being kind of a weird whiplash going between it's either too easy or it's too hard thing yeah yeah um but i still recommend it um it's very very fun you can beat it in about six hours so uh not not really like a time commitment and uh i'd say get it when it's on sale and if you if you if you like stuff uh, that uh, integrates does you you want like you know you don't mind a more retro styled game give it oh, a shot yeah for sure um i remember playing it's been a long time but i remember playing through a couple of the uh Mega Man Zero and um, the ZX games and had a lot of fun with those. So yeah, if you like those, then are, then you'll probably like Gunvolt because uh, the Gunvolt series is basically like what if we have that fast-paced style of Mega Man X, but have a lot of the Zero design, which means bosses mm. are really freaking hard. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, it's good. It's good. All right, then. Um, without further ado, let's get into the headlines. All right. So, you're about Fall Guys? Yes. Uh, I have, in fact, heard about Fall Guys. Cool. All right, there we go. Uh, that's it. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that, 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 that's our segment. Yeah. Um, like, admittingly, so I've not played it. Um, I've played the beta mm -hmm. of it and I thought it was really fun but you know dumb me was like okay this seems like a fun fun game you know not really sure if it's gonna be big or anything well you see that's I'm dumb this is like taking the internet by storm Mm -hmm. the brands have noticed and it's really cringy Mm -hmm. and I don't even know what is going on. It's like, it's like now it's the the game, it, the Last of Us Two. Psh, who cares about that? Freaking Fall Guys over here. See, uh, I think I was talking, I was thinking about this, and this is kind of an interesting phenomenon that, um, I think is starting. Okay, it, it's been happening, but now it's like, okay, this is intentional now. I think there is a new genre of game at this point. Um, not as okay. in gameplay. It's not as in gameplay, but it's genre as in 
it is specifically a game that is the perfect recipe for streaming. Oh, yeah, because um, Fall Guys is 100%. So, like, it's the game is, like, it's fun by itself, but, like, it's specifically designed so that it's so much fun to watch people stream it. Um, I feel like that's why Battle Royale was so popular. It wasn't even because, like, I mean, people did, it was popular, right? A lot of people liked it. Um, but it's just because as a streaming device, you get the concept. It's really easy to understand. One against 99 or whatever, whichever, depending on the game. Um, they only got one chance to screw up and it's just see what happens. This is kind of like that, but like, you know, on a, it's a party game instead. Um, so yeah, it, it it does make sense. It's pretty, uh, and they got people going quote unquote try hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, listen, if you're complaining about about people being serious in a party game, you clearly have not played Mario Party. Yeah, like that always happens. Um, it's not a party game. Like it can be played at a party, but then as soon as everyone's like, all right. So we're playing for real now. <laughs> yeah, but as soon as you get that bonus star, that it's all oh, no, it's out for blood. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's gonna be going after each other. It's just the way it happens. It's just the way it goes. Um, yeah, the so. real party doesn't start till someone gets a star. Exactly. Everything's fun and games till then. So I, I feel like it's just the same thing with Fall Guys. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, it looks like it's a pretty fun game. I've not, again, I've not played it myself yet, but I've seen some others um, play it. And it's, it's, again, it's just one of those games that's really a lot of funny, fun moments can kind of come from it. And, um, yeah, I mean, with like, uh, I guess this is, this would, I think it would have been successful anyway, but especially with the whole, you know, pandemic and stuff like that. Um, seems like it's like, well, you know, I'll, uh, this is a fun thing to do, interact, and <laughs> you know, uh, so yeah, um, you know, all the brands are even trying trying to get on it, which is just yeah. the most hilarious thing ever. And you know, yeah. I'm just glad that that Fall Guys isn't, uh, at least right now, not giving into their demands. You know, unlike Marvel's Avengers. Yeah. Hey, do you have Verizon? Then you can get a new costume set. Yeah, oh, you have that's... you have Intel. Oh, here's another costume. That is one of the, the craziest, the craziest ideas of ever. Like, not like. <sighs> I don't even know. It's... I don't. I don't. I. I just. Wow. You know, for some reason, and I don't. I'm trying to figure out like what the mindset for this is because it's so specifically stupid. Um, I even remember um, uh, the Crash Team Racing game uh, that you know the, the remake randomly had a costume that you could only get if you had a certain phone provider or internet provider. I can't remember which one, um, but it was just like a normal like black and red costume i guess Probably like a basic skin um it's like okay um did you get paid a lot for this i guess because this is really random like i know <laughs> it's like why <laughs> oh 
It, well, uh, oh, well, we know why, money, but I mean, like, still, why? <laughs> right, like, how press for, like, how much money is, like, this is just kind of silly at this point. This just, I know if the, I know right now it's Marvel's Avengers in general, um, not really high opinions of anything about it right now, or at the very least people are kind of at the, just not very impressed. Um, uh, it's that, and it's also kind of turned into a live service type game, which, um, yeah, you know, We've... people pe- see people that were excited for this game. Like, okay, well, I wasn't really excited, but I was like, I was cautious. You know, I was optimistic. Like, okay, mm-hmm. this might be at least playable and fun. Um, now I'm like, okay, yeah, no, this is going to be a dumpster fire. Yeah, because like, if it, because I thought it's like, oh. Square Enix isn't going to make a Marvel game, Avengers game. Okay, that's kind of random, but it'll probably be a pretty. You know, like we had Spider Man. Yeah, I kind of thought it'd be like. Yeah, I thought it'd be kind of something akin to Spider to the Spider Man game. You know, if like maybe it'll have its own unique quirks and you know that sort of stuff. Um, Maybe it would have an online thing where you could like different people could play as like the main Avengers, something like that. But no, this is a live service game. It's like, okay, how many times have we walked down this road? <laughs> it's, it's, it's <laughs> Ooh. I I'm I am a bit like uh I just I just don't know. I, I, I can't wait for the game to come out and you know, people trying to defend it. Mm-hmm. So it'll be this this will be this will be very 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 interesting to to see but oh boy man also yeah. y- also you can only play as Spider Man if you get PS4 that yeah. entire character it's really 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 dumb um and look that's the thing too like I get like the I get exclusive games because it's like specifically made for that console or whatever and often they're getting fucking you know. Uh, re-released anyway and other things <laughs> sometimes just timed but dlc uh, in, in enti- especially with like an entire character i don't know that just seems kind of stupid um why we know it we know it will work on every console every yeah. other console the game is on it's so. it's it's to make it the best version that's like the only reason it's like yep there we go now we have this character so i'm objective the best version you know, it's funny because whenever I think of something like this, I always think of um, Sonic All-Stars Racing, the, the mm-hmm. first one. Um, mm-hmm. The Xbox 360 version is objectively the best version because you get two extra writers, um, your avatar and Banjo. Oh, wow. And you have the, and you have the, the graphic quality of uh, the PS3. The PS3 doesn't have any of them. The Wii version is less qual like the graphics aren't as good, but at least you get the me. Yeah, um, and see, you know what was annoying, and I remember we used to, and I'm not endorsing this either because it is also kind of a little annoying. But at least this is more unique. You remember back like like GameCube, Xbox, PlayStation? There, there's like Soul Calibur, right? Where mm-hmm. each console got its own character that's like exclusive like an exclusive ip or something like that anyway so 
and now I, I'm not saying that do that with the Avengers game. That sounds really stupid. But if you're going to do something like that, okay, well then, like, let's have, I don't know, throw Link in there, I guess. <laughs> Uh, Sony, Avengers, uh, <laughs> Avengers on the Switch with Mario. Mario yeah, just comes in. Yeah, Mario comes in. It's, if, on the PlayStation, you got like Kratos. You know, he he just jumps in randomly for some reason. Um, and on Xbox, you got Master Chief. And you, there you go. Everyone has yeah. their thing. It's still kind of silly, but at least it's like, well, I could not like I, I, this character wouldn't make sense on the other things at least um yeah. man yeah. no 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 xbox should have spawn please spawn oh yeah that's right <laughs> i mean i mean we we all know objectively the gamecube version of soul Calibur 2 is the best because of link but you know mm -hmm. spawn's also cool mm -hmm. yeah yeah and i think he fits soul Calibur a lot more than link does yeah, that's true. Well, maybe um, Link. Well, okay. Well, Link at that time was going through Twilight Princess, so I, I, I guess so. But now, nowadays, I don't think it fits as much. Yeah, they should put Ganon instead. That would have been pretty. Oh cool. man, <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that totally would fit. Mm-hmm. You could, you just, I could just visually see that really easily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's okay because now, because current uh, Soul Calibur, Soul Calibur Six has a uh, Geralt. And to be so, you know, we're, we're good. Yeah, that's true. All right. Um. Anyway, I guess talking about superheroes, um, we should probably talk about the the, the other superheroes, the DC ones, because today, as we are recording this, was uh the DC fandom, which I don't care about, but I cared enough a little bit about one thing, which I forgot was going to be shown today. Um. Mm -hmm. The WB Montreal and uh, uh, Rocksteady are working on two new DC games. Um, I think Rocksteady is supposed to be some type of Suicide Squad game. They only released like a like a promo picture okay. of it at the, with just the Suicide Squad. So I'm not sure. Just um, basically, it's a thing that's being yeah, made. The, like, there's yeah. something in development that looks like it's going to be based on DC with them with that studio. So that's interesting. Um, Gotham Knights just got uh, revealed, mm. right? Uh, like, li like literally, like I want to say, like thirty minutes before we started recording this. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just, I just watched it right before we started, just to catch up and see what it was. Yeah, and uh, hmm, I'm not sure what to think. It was a lot of just mixed signals, because like on one hand, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, it's it's WB Montreal. They did they did Origins. Arkham Origins, which I don't think is a terrible game. I think it's a perfectly fine game that uh, it gets it gets a little too much hate. Um, mm -hmm. And you know, I I do like the premise a lot. Batman being dead, uh, we gotta go with the Bat Family. The game does look pretty good. Um, or I guess what it is, it's supposed to be a on next gen and previous gen because uh, as of as of right now. Um, for for the amount of like details that we have for this game it is scheduled to be released uh in 2021 and hmm. will have uh ps4 x uh, original xbox one ps5 x and series x support 
So, yeah, this is a transition game, which mm-hmm. basically, which basically means like it's probably gonna look good, but not run well on uh, the older and on the next gen. It's not gonna look as good, but you know, run better. Yeah. <laughs> so much. pick your poison. Yeah. That's, it's true. Those, that's the only thing. Like, I, I get why they have to do it because it's like you know, not everyone's transitioned, but we gotta make money. Uh, that's a that's a that's a, a little bit of a rough area the first couple years when they do that. It's like, oh, yeah, so far the only, uh, yeah, okay. But now we're just waiting for the Switch version. Like, come on, let's get our Switch version just so we can have the worst of both worlds. Yeah, pretty much. Just have it run twenty frames per second and. You can, uh, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, there um, you go. It's fine. It's fine. It'll be, it'll be fine. Um, yeah. It is going to be the Court of Owls uh, storyline, or at least adapting that, um, which is the, like, only part of New 52 that I actually, like, I actually have the trade issues of and I've read and really like. Don't really like anything else from, 50, from New 52, but, you know, that's fine. Um, yeah, I know. Sorry. I'm, I'm a nerd. What what can I do? It's 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 a curse. Um, oh, you know. And uh, the uh, the most interesting thing about about this game is that um, it's apparently going to be a single player story that can be played in two player co op. Yeah, I kind of got that vibe. Like, because I guess there's multiple playable characters. Yes. But... So the, the the playable characters that we have are uh, Batgirl, Robin. Don't know exactly which Robin. I think it might be Damien. I'm not sure. Whatever. Nightwing and Red Hood for some reason. Huh. That's so, interesting. Yeah, you know, you get like the three bats and then the guy with the gun. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh. And his superpower is gun. <laughs> yeah. Um. It, I, I suppose it seems interesting. Um, I don't... I'll be honest when it comes to, like, that area of Batman or whatever. Um, like, I guess beyond Batman being alive, I have no idea about any of the stories relating to that. Um, so I might, I guess, go in, like, I don't know. Well, the Court of Owls had Batman in it. So they're taking Batman out. For this, oh, so that's okay. gonna be it. So yeah, it's pr- probably gonna be very, very, very different, um, which is good. But you know, um, mm-hmm. I'm 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 interested to see how how that will play out. I, the my fear was when I was looking at the trailer and I was seeing like, oh god, there's levels for the for the guards. Oh no, um, and seeing the multiple characters, I was like, is this gonna be another live service game? I. <sighs> Yeah, I, I had that suspicion, but no, it is it is supposed to be just a a uh, a single player game that you can that you can you can control four characters, or you you, know, you can play it with two player co op, which okay, That's, sure, sure, why not? Um, that can work. It looks like it will have the same sort of combat that you're familiar with if you played the Arkham games, um, mm-hmm. so that's kind of nice. Uh, and I do think. Well, I guess it's not like probably the best thing to comment on the graphics now because you know pre-alpha build and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. I do think it looks at least promising, and from what them from what they've shown. 
Um, sure. I'll definitely be keeping my eye out because I do like the, the, the Arkham games. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We shall see. For sure, yeah. Um, see what comes of it. All right. Anyway, want to talk about SMT? Yeah, let's talk about SMT. Man, I was not expecting, you know, uh, uh, Nocturne to ever get a re-release. So that's Ooh. that's great. But you know what's yeah. not great? Having to pay five bucks to get D- D- Dante. Oh, yeah. <sighs> I feel like every game that comes out seems like always has to have some really stupid caveat. I don't know why, but yeah. Um, I, when I heard that, I was like, oh, okay. I mean, I'm probably not going to fav- pay $5 for just that. So, I mean, I guess. Well, in, from what I've heard, the Dante fight is also easier. So, pay mm. five bucks for the easy version? Yeah. Mm. It's just like. I, I feel like it just should have been included or like at the very least have a deal like um where if you get it within the first month like if you buy the game the DLC is free for the first month or something um, oh yeah yeah some there's been some games that do that and that's like okay that's fair enough yeah where it's then, not it's not it's not a pre-order bonus it's just uh if you get it within yeah yeah yeah, yeah there have been games that have done that actually you're right about that so, um yeah. I know, like, because, like, um, I, I, I somehow Crash keeps coming up. I, I'm going to stop doing that. But uh, <laughs> the Crash Insane Trilogy, like, they had that new that level that was cut from the original game because it was too hard. Um, and they're like, okay, we're going to bring it back now. Um, and if you bought the game within the first month, you can just have it for free, which is good. Um, because normally I think it's, like, four ninety nine for that level. And that's not that – that is way too much for one – freaking level um so <laughs> uh, it seems like a similar deal here where if they had the options like that's cool i can get it within the first month but for five dollars that's that's too much for one battle and demon basically the problem the, the, the problem is you know people are just gonna be like eat it up yeah. it's, it's like it's dante guys yeah okay sure i'll chill out like five or so why not? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, see, they get you. That's how, that's how they get you guys. We're all but, just sheep. But, um, you know, uh, I guess besides that stickling point, um, yeah, I was super uh, surprised SMT3 was getting a remake. It's like, what the hell? That <laughs> came out of left field. I think that at, at like the end of the day, um, having uh, uh, SMT three go um, being being re released for uh, not only the PlayStation four but also the, the, the Switch will probably well like you said open the doors for, At- for Atlas to port its uh, its catalog to newer hardware. For sure, um, I could I could foresee them. Um you know the other basically a bunch like i could see any of the ps2 games um maybe going through that process there's a lot of stuff they made during that time that would be pretty cool to see come back um 
it's like the one the one problem with like a lot of SMT stuff is just accessibility. And mm-hmm. that's not even just because they're, you know, like hard games. It's just, you know, they've only been released once and not everyone has uh means yeah. to just like get that. And a lot of these games, you know, you might be paying like a couple hundred for. Yeah, that's why like for I I'm not even gonna gonna be totally honest. Most of the SMT games I've played just straight out through an emulator because they're just okay. I can't pay that much money for a PlayStation Two game right now. <laughs> so, uh, but dude, I really want the um, Rido games to come. Yeah, those uh, just just because it's like, come on. I, like those are some of the most interesting ones um, that I think would be very would be would, it'd be very awesome to have to have those back. Um, I've also hear, heard that the digital de- uh, digital devil. De- oh my god, I I can speak. <laughs> or, let's try that. Let's try that one more time. Digital Devil Saga. Mm-hmm. I've heard that. I've heard those games are pretty good. Yes, uh, they are, and they have a great soundtrack one of my favorite soundtracks to listen to while like writing or doing stuff um definitely <laughs> it, uh, it's got a good atmosphere about it okay well with that all said uh the last thing that we'll talk about um on this podcast is the new battletoads game that got released uh, a couple days ago yeah. Um, did you know? Did you know about this? Like, I had seen some pictures of it on Twitter, um, but I didn't know it was actually out. I'm gonna be totally honest. <laughs> yeah. Um, if you have Game Pass, either PC or you know, you like me have actually have an Xbox for some reason, um, you can you can play it, and it's interesting. To say the least, I haven't finished the game. I'm close to finishing it, but it's not like a super long, long game. Mm-hmm. But I have noticed a few things. One, if you're expecting this to be a beat 'em up, don't. The oh. beat 'em up aspect is like, I want to say maybe forty percent of the game. Um, the rest is the mini game. There's mini game segments. There's shoot 'em up segments. There's a part where you, uh just like play rock paper scissors um there's a tower defense section it's like a grab bag of everything it it literally is like jack of all trades the game that's surprising i i had just see i'm glad then because i i kind of assumed um it would just been like uh oh sorry fucking phone um (laughs) i would have assumed it would have just been like a straight remaster like remake of like one of the original games but oh no it actually takes place after um everything and it is very self-aware um which is which the which is why like i actually don't you know unlike probably some other people i don't mind the art style because it fits the tone that they are establishing and the world very well um it's one of those that like just looking at screenshots, I'm like, eh, I don't know about this art style. But once you get through the game, it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. okay, it's fine. It fits. It all, it all, it all fits. Um, 
But yeah, it's like literally they've been trapped in like a virtual world for like almost 30 years. And then someone, some alien dig digs them out and then they have to get real jobs <laughs> and then they hate it. And then, okay, now we're going to go on an adventure. Interesting. The yeah. turbo bikes are also back. Is uh is the game like fairly difficult? I know the, the original. Was okay, the game actually that. has three three difficulties: um, an easy, normal, and like hard. Um, the I, I'm playing on the normal difficulty, and besides like maybe the turbo bike sequence, um, I I haven't really you know like pulled my hair out. Mm -hmm. It's it, it's it's been pretty comfortable. Um, and while still having some bit of challenge. I assume, though, if you play it on the Battletoads difficulty, which is the hardest one, then you will... Then it's like, you know, the, the original game. Sure. Much. And, um... I, I for one, do like the, uh, uh, the, the... This new game a lot. I just also kind of realized that the parts that I... The parts that I like is not the majority of the game. Mm -hmm. So it's a really hard game to recommend. Because mm -hmm. it's like, you, you kind of have to know going in that this is not just a beat-em-up, and you kind of have to know that, you know, you're going to enjoy playing multiple different styles of games. And, you know, mm -hmm. but it's also, it's also in that point where there's like a big section of the game where... You have like a good beat em up section, and then you go through like four to like maybe six um, different other missions, and those not and those are not the beat em up. It's just different things. Um, I think there's two like uh, shoot em up sections in that, and uh, there's like a slow platforming like puzzle pla platforming that happens too. Um, so yeah, you kind of you have to kind of like all of these. And if you don't, then it's it's just, it's really hard to recommend. It's not like something like Streets of Rage Four, where it's like if you like beat 'em ups, then you get this because it's really good and it's one of the better ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that's understandable. Then yeah, it's like yeah, it's got some really good parts of the game, but like you kind of gotta be on board for the other stuff too. Um. And if you're yeah, if you're not, then I don't think you will enjoy it it's not that terribly long too so that's nice mm -hmm. um and i've noticed that uh that the game is pretty forgiving if, even if you even if you die you have to get like a you have to restart it's it's it, it's forgiving so you know i I guess I'd say since it's on Game Pass, try it. Try it out. Maybe you'll like it. I don't know. Sure. That's 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 that, that's all I can really say about it. I know some someone who says it's their game of the year, and I'm like, what? <laughs> oh, well, damn. So you know, clearly, clearly, there is people out there that will find this game amazing. I'm not one of those, but I also realize that. What everything that that it does, it does very well. It's just whether or not you can get down with all of the gameplay styles and changes. Sure. So you know. 
I hope you're ready for that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that'd be like the main caveat of like having a grab bag of different um play styles. Um it, <laughs> it always mm-hmm. makes that those are those games are always harder to recommend and oftentimes it even makes them more difficult to um I don't know, talk about sometimes because like what's even the core gameplay at that point? Because it's like so many different types. It's like I mean, I guess there can be a still core thing, but um, I mean, I'd argue that the original Battletoads was a beat 'em up that had other gameplay elements, mm-hmm. like as like for side things, but it was mainly just a beat 'em up. Sure, this is like the opposite. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's like side things, and there's sometimes a beat 'em up, and then then you know you get the occasional beat em up. Yeah, it seems Not like sure. they, if they would have fixed that ratio, maybe 60% beat them up, 40% the mm-hmm. other, that probably would have been a much better It balance. would be a lot more easier to recommend, for sure. I'm not sure if, I'm not sure if it would be better, because I, I don't think that the beat them up sec- sections is, like, the most... It's not the most in-deep... Deep, like, it's not the, uh, like, deepest thing ever. Um, it's pretty standard... Um, I do like though, just like Future Race Four, you get all your moves just at the beginning, and you just—it's just a whatever. There's be a note section. It's all just using what you have that, to the best of your ability, and that's that's always great. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and there's a lot of different skills you can switch between the three toads um, on the fly. So yeah. Also, that was an un- unintentional pun. Jeez, I just realized. <laughs> oh yeah. But. Um, the i think the best the best thing about about the game is that it is despite it being kind of hard to recommend i do find it really accessible like if you can at least get into the mindset that that you're fine with all these different different changes it's not so hard that you're just going to hate playing the game sure Unless you probably put it on the hardest difficulty, then then it might be like, why am I torturing myself? Yeah. But you know, mm-hmm. it's fine. So yeah, that's uh, that's all I have to say about that. It's definitely uh, sounds like a interesting game at the very least. Yeah. All right then. Well, I think with that said, uh, that is where we are going to end this podcast. All right. Um, I want to thank you, uh, Dylan, for coming on and uh, talking about some video games. Uh, it's always nice to have you on. It's no problem. It's always nice to come on. Um, very always fun to talk about different video games we've been playing and all the new stuff coming out and stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, it's a pleasure to be back. All right, then. Uh, for everyone else that that is listening, I hope you all have a fantastic night and take care. <laughs>